Welcome to Winning the Culture War with Cody Leibold. This podcast is designed to help you become extraordinarily skilled in communication, especially if you're a Christian and a culture warrior. I want you to be a loud advocate of truth. We are in an opening seven-part series called Online Strategies to Change the World, and we're looking at how to create a platform, attract an audience, and get paid to make it grow. Let's dive right in. Our topic today is how do you make income with a platform? Now that you have a clear understanding of what a platform is and how to attract an audience to it, we are ready to confront the question of income. What's your offer? What's your funnel leading to it? How are you going to bring that income? It is possible to create great material free of charge and to grow an audience without spending much money or any money. A lot of people do that. But typically, if you want to have a great impact, you're going to need to have a great quality of content and a large audience. And to achieve those things more quickly, it helps if you have income. Income that allows you to pay yourself for the time it takes. Income that can help you make higher quality material with better tools or bring other people on board or run advertisements to your content. Income from your project can mean that you will have access to these tools, higher production values, expert help from other people, and it can also free up your time so that you're not spending it on unnecessary other tasks. At the most basic level, a bit of side income can cover some of the expenses that go with having a platform, including your website hosting or your email marketing software or some basic design work. Income can also make it practical to hire a babysitter or a house cleaner or to be able to afford alternative food options so that you don't have to cook dinner each night of the week. These things can free up time. That's the most valuable thing you have, allowing you to spend more of your time each week focusing on this particular project. Eventually, income from an online project can actually grow to the point where you begin to pivot partly so that you're no longer doing some other secondary career, some other career that's the thing that's your breadwinner. But this begins to be your breadwinner. And that means that you're spending more of your time devoted to getting your message to the world. Those are some exciting things that are made possible by income. What would be possible for you if you had significant income for your creative project? What doors would that open? And don't think about this just in terms of, oh yes, I'd be richer. No, what if you have the income where you actually were able to create a new conference to invite people to from all around the country? What if you were able to help people because of your income? Let's talk about how to make that happen. You're going to need to put a system in place to grow your audience, especially your email list, and to earn income from that. When people get on your email list, that needs to turn into income. Because if you're doing that, then guess what? Your email list can grow. You can afford to make it grow. Today, we're going to cover the seven steps that you can use to grow your email list. And then later, we'll talk about five ways that you can earn income from that email list. So, seven steps to grow your email list. One, design your offer. You have to start there. Two, create a lead magnet that relates to the offer and that has a call to action to the offer. Three, create onboarding emails to deliver the lead magnet and again to tell people about your offer. Four, create a place online where people can sign up to get the lead magnet. Five, link to the lead magnet on your social media bios. Six, enlist the help of other content creators to get that lead magnet to more people. And seven, optionally run pay-per-click ads to your lead magnet. Let's look at each of the seven steps in a bit of detail, just enough to get the overall idea. So number one is design your offer. Your funnel is designed to grow your audience and lead that audience to your offer. If you want to create a cohesive experience, you're going to have to design the offer before you design the rest of the funnel. After your offer is clear in your mind, then you will be able to create a lead magnet that attracts people that are likely to be interested in that same offer. So the lead magnet has to provide a basic introduction to the same kind of transformation that is going to be provided by your main offer. And it's going to invite people to explore the main offer. Click here to get more information. 
So what about your main offer? How do you decide that? This is going to be one of the most challenging aspects of creating an online platform because it is somewhat of a commitment. You're deciding to go public and say, hey, I'll do business with you. I'll provide you transformation X, price Y, and by means of my product, Z. That's a lot of detail, and you need to think about it. You need to have an integrated understanding of how you're going to do this. And so when you're ready to define that and announce it, that's a pretty big step. This episode is brought to you in part by the Quick Win Workshop, where you can find essential training plus a personalized roadmap to grow your audience. Your message matters. The Quick Win Workshop is designed to bring you the knowledge to grow your online platform and eliminate common mistakes to help you create a strong foundation in the right order that will take you to true success for getting your message out. We're so excited about what you're going to get in this workshop. It includes a personalized, tailor-made roadmap designed by me to grow your audience, self-paced essential training, and ongoing access to myself and other subject area experts, plus membership in a private community of high-achieving practitioners. The Quick Win Workshop is designed to bring you the change that you're looking for. If you're someone who already has a big idea, a huge passion, a strong commitment, but you're in need of a clear plan created for you with someone who has already been there before, then this is for you. You will find the specific strategies and the tools that you need, but you'll find something more. In our complimentary one-on-one call, I will personally walk you through the simple steps that almost everyone misses early on that form the essential foundation for your growth. To join the Quick Win Workshop, go to CodyLibelt.media. We're looking at how to design your offer. In the previous episode, we looked at an offer where somebody's email, right from the very beginning, their introduction email has at the bottom. Plus, if you'd like to learn more, here's how you can get my miniature course, or here's how you can book me for live and remote speaking. Here's how you can work with me one-on-one. Notice that in these onboarding emails, they list the offers, but not the specific prices right in the email, and they're doing that on purpose. If you click over to see the course that you can buy, you'll see the price. If you email them, then you'll learn about the prices for speaking engagements, and that's going to depend. It's going to depend on what is the speaking audience and where in the country and how much work are you wanting. Is this a keynote speech? Is this a workshop? Is this an all-day engagement or two-day engagement? It's going to vary. But know this. The person who is selling those things has already written down their own price card so that they have a starting point to work from. This is the kind of price or the price range that I will do you know, for $1,000 to $2,000, I'll do this. For three dollars to $5,000, I'll do this. It's important to have that kind of price card already so that you're clear on your offer and you're clear when you begin to talk to somebody what the expectations are. When you're talking about doing speaking, don't be afraid to charge very high. A lot of people, if you give them a low price, they'll think, oh, well, oh, I was hoping to talk to somebody who's a professional speaker. Professional speaking gigs involve a lot of time commitment because you have to prepare specifically for that audience You perform, you create a transformation. Typically you have to travel on both ends and there's recovery time after travel, hotels. So make sure that you're charging in a way that measures to the amount of value that you're creating and what it actually takes from your time in your life to be able to do that kind of thing. In just a bit, we're going to go into more detail about the kind of offers that you can make, but here our purpose was to give you an overview of your total funnel. So I wanna go on to the next thing that you're gonna need to create your funnel after you designed your offer which is number two, create a lead magnet that relates to your offer that has a call to action to that offer. So this is step two in creating your funnel. Step one was creating the offer. Step two, the lead magnet. The lead magnet can be as simple as just a one-page PDF checklist, or it can be as elaborate as a free video training series in four parts or something like that. The lead magnet needs to be something that people with just a little bit of background knowledge of you might see it and they might think, you know, I'll click on that. 
That means that it has to be crunchy. It has to be appealing. It has to offer some kind of quick win or transformation. Hey, here's how to demystify this. Here's the solution to this problem. Something that is not a commitment because people are not typically going to download an 80-page book and read the whole thing, much less a 200-page book. What people want is a one-page, here's the answer to one question. Make sure that you're trying to fix a problem that is fixable so that when they get that, they're going to see the answer to the problem and get a quick win to the point where they're now convinced that, hey, this guy knows what he's talking about. He really does have unique, valuable information for me. The lead magnet needs to be the kind of thing that people can get some kind of quick win from. I can't emphasize this enough. It has to be a quick, tangible win. Nobody's going to read your 80-page download. It will just sit on their hard drive. Give them a checklist. Give them a bit of clarity. And then make sure that right away, you call them to some other action. The point of the PDF download is just that you get their email and then you're able to market to them. So why not market to them right there on the back page of the PDF? Click here if you'd like to schedule a clarity call with me. We'll get on the phone and talk through how to achieve your goal. Or click here and you can buy the full course. You need to be doing that on your lead magnet as well as in the onboarding email that delivers the lead magnet. The onboarding email perhaps should even emphasize, hey, go ahead and click here if you'd like to get the full deal. And then down below it, by the way, here's the link to the lead magnet. The emphasis needs to be on your offer right away. That's how you get the people to the offer. And that's how you make it worth the investment that it's going to take you and the energy to create all this and to put it in front of people. I want to mention right here, there is a software that you can find online. It's called attract.io and it's free and it will create a lead magnet for you. You can use some templates. It gives you the idea of what needs to be included. It's super easy to use. So you can go to attract.io for that. Let's move on to step three in creating your funnel, and that is create onboarding emails that will deliver the lead magnet and that will again tell people about your offer. So the lead magnet introduces people to your offer, but what if somebody downloads the lead magnet and then just never gets to reading it? Or what if they read it, but then they say, hey, you know, I'll think it over. I'm not going to take immediate action. Good news. That person is now on your email list. That means that they've given you permission to market to them and they are a likely prospect for your offer and they've just clicked to show that they're interested. So they are a hot lead at this point. Three months from now, they might have forgotten your name, but right now is the time to put an offer in front of them because they've just showed that they are currently interested in the kind of thing that you are dealing with. So make sure that your onboarding email series immediately talks about the same problem related to the lead magnet and that it immediately offers people a second chance to look at your offer. And you can do this in a way that doesn't feel pushy. Remember the example we discussed earlier where it was, here's some free training, here's some description of how to solve a certain problem, by the way, I'd love to hear from you. Hit reply to this email if you'd like to ask me any questions. And when you're ready, click here to look at the free course here or the paid course here or the offer here. That's easy to do on the first email. So your welcome onboarding series, it needs to demonstrate that you're a good teacher, that you have high value, that you understand your subject, and immediately that you're interested in doing business with people. A call to action. Too many churches in America are lacking in discernment. Do you find yourself wishing you could help? Do you have a love for the Bible and a desire to write to edify the church? We hear every day from people who want to make a difference but don't know how to get started. To answer this need, we created Writers Write the 5-Day Challenge. This is a mini-course that will jumpstart your goals by showing you how to write and communicate in a way that will have people saying, I care about that. Right now, our listeners can get Writers Write the 5-Day Challenge at a special 25% discount. Get your message in front of people who will actually read it. Don't miss out on this special deal. Go to christianintellectual.com writers to get your 25% discount today. 
That's christianintellectual.com slash writers. We're looking at the steps to create your funnel. And number four is create an online place where people can sign up to get your lead magnet. If you already have a website, this is the place where you should put the lead magnet email capture form. It's a place where people can input the email and get the lead magnet. And if you don't have a website yet, well, I suggest that you create a one-page site. The same people that created that attract.io app have created something called Welcomely. And you need to know about this too, welcome.ly. This is a free tool and it will let you create an attractive website that tells people immediately who you are and offers them an immediate call to action to get the lead magnet. When you visit welcome.ly, you will see samples of how they can set up sites like this. And if you want, you can look at one that I've designed. You can go to adrobles.com, A-D-R-O-B-L-E-S.com. So follow that opt-in process and you'll see the system that we built for him. It's really simple. It delivers a huge amount of value and it gets people onto his email list. So having a website by itself is not going to bring you that many email subscribers because how many people are going to happen across your website? You're going to have to figure out a strategy for sending people to that website with the intention of downloading that lead magnet. So let's talk about some other steps, steps five, six, and seven that will help you achieve those things. Step five is link to the lead magnet on your social media bios. This is an easy step. You can do it once. You just set it and it's done. But make it easy for somebody who encounters you on social media to understand how they can join your email list. Your Twitter bio, your Facebook bio, a pinned post at Twitter or Facebook, these can mention the lead magnet and give people a link to your website. You can also create an email footer that says, here's my free thing. So that way you're sending that out to everybody that you ever get in contact with. If you want, you can create simple graphics that advertise the lead magnet and you can just post those on social media. Here's a picture of my ebook with a link to it and explain people why they'd want it. Finally, you might find it helpful to simply make a direct appeal from time to time. So you can post something that says, if you're enjoying my posts, here's how to get the email updates and here's the link. Step six, enlist the help of other content creators that can get your lead magnet to more people. Now this is the old school way of marketing. Before social media even existed, people grew their email lists and do you know how they did it? Well, you collect email addresses from people at a conference or when they buy something, but then people realize real quick, hey, you have a list, I have a list. Why don't we market to each other's lists? It's called list sharing. And the way you do that ethically is you say, hey, would it be okay if I write a guest email to your list? And then if they want to, they can click and they can join my list. So it's opt-in, it's permission-based marketing. When people do partner webinars, that's another way of achieving that. Two people with two different lists, both do a webinar together. They offer some valuable training. And if you want to get some extra bonus, well, or if you even want to be on the webinar in the first place, then you have to give your email address. And that way, whoever participates in that is going to get on the email list of the other person as well. This is an excellent way of growing your email list. So one of the benefits of having a network of people that we talked about in a previous episode is that now it's pretty easy to know who is creating content and you can ask them, do you think that your audience would be interested in my material? Would you be willing to help me promote this lead magnet or this thing that I'm doing? Now, if you have a friend who has an email list, they'll just maybe offer to write an email to their list on behalf of you offering your lead magnet. The lead magnet is valuable. They're giving value to their audience and you're getting the chance to grow your audience. You might consider offering some reciprocal arrangement where you're promoting their lead magnet to your group and they're doing the same, promoting your lead magnet to their audience. You also might write a guest article at their website in exchange for permission to add a link at the bottom of the article. Click here for this content upgrade. You can Google search content upgrade and learn more about that strategy if you want to. Having a lead magnet also makes it so that it is easier to build your audience when you do interviews. 
say you go on the radio or on a podcast or on somebody's video channel and somebody says, hey, where can I find you? You might want to say, well, I can be found at such and such website and you can also get a really cool ebook there. It's free. And that way you're making the maximum use of these opportunities as they come up. Typically, if you're doing an interview, people will want you to share where their audience can find you. Appearing on other people's platforms is very helpful. Not only are you getting in front of new audiences and getting the chance that those people would join your list, you're also building your credibility. The fact that you have visibility on other people's platforms highly strategic. It says, hey, this person is worth you listening to. That's great social proof. Not only that, but when you appear on somebody else's platform, it's actually easier because they're going to take care of the promotion. They're going to be probably the one that uploads the file and does all the back-end work. Appearing on other people's platforms is really, really good publicity as opposed to creating all of your own stuff only. Not only that, but appearing on somebody else's platform tends to have a snowball effect because if people see, hey, he likes to do interviews with other people, hey, that was pretty good, I like the way that was, then you'll get invited to more and more. And this will advance your ability to grow your network, and it's just a good circle. Let's move on to step seven in how to create your funnel, and that is an optional one. If you are just at the beginning of your project, I do not recommend this because this one spends money to grow your audience. So you don't put this in place right away, but you do eventually have this as an option, and that is run pay-per-click ads to your lead magnet. While everything else within this training involves tools that are either free or very low cost, this is the place that we have to talk about paid traffic strategies. So you could do this from a Facebook fan page, or you could do Google ads, or you could do Twitter ads. You have the option to boost your content with paid ads. Now you might consider just doing this from time to time, running $50 worth of ads here or there. And this would help you gain your Facebook fans, get likes for your page in other words, or it could point people to your best content. But really, if you're going to point people to something, point them to your lead magnet, right? Because then that way the ad spend is going to be buying something that you get as a persistent asset, people on your email list. If you're going to spend money on getting your material in front of people, make sure that it is turning them into long-term connections. That is turning them into Facebook fans, turning them into email subscribers, that kind of thing. This is some very important advice, so listen to this. Do not run ads until you have a system in place for recuperating that cost. You already need to have a funnel built, and you already need to have made some sales from organic traffic or from manually contacting people. That way you verified that people will actually respond to your offer. Then take the step of running ads. That way you can have confidence that your investment in those ads is actually bringing in return and that you're bringing the right people onto your email list. You have to have a working system. Build the working system, and by working, I mean making money before you spend money to accelerate that system. Because if you accelerate a system that's broken, well then you just have a fast moving money spender. That's all you have. All right, so that brings this episode to a close. Now, if you're looking for personal input on your project, I would love to speak with you. You can email me at cody at Thank you for listening today. God bless.